ran into water right away. <laughs> Thanks, sir. You know how many... He likes three ice cubes, no more, no less. That's not true. You give me one too, Justin. I need two waters. <laughs> <laughs> Garçon, coffee. <laughs> Garçon means boy. We're rolling. We're rolling. We are rolling. Okay. okay. Yes, Should I do a clap are. here? Should you do a what? Clap. We're do that to make it official. Now we're officially going. All right. Early. Sounds good. Episode 477, No Laugh Track Podcast. Justin Severson here uh, with my guest, Mike Early. Mm-hmm. How you doing, sir? Good. Good. It, uh, I'm writing down the time here so I know okay. what time we started here. And uh, What time did we start? <laughs> Six minutes after Just the hour. Just for those listening in. Six they... minutes after the hour. What hour? What hour? It's hour three, three oh six, a.m. We're dead. Wrong, wrong. Uh, welcome back to Acme and another um, headlining week for you, sir. Yeah. Congratulations yes. on Thanks. another week. Oh yeah, it's always sink or swim here. You never know if they'll invite <laughs> you back. Boy, is it good to be here. <laughs> I, I hear you're from Minnesota originally. Is I originally true? was from Minnesota. That's, is that it's right? Been, yes, yes. I spent my formative years here, and then I moved away when I well, I knew it was not the place to be. Where, you know, when so I moved away about uh, one year ago. When do formative years end? Uh, around 31. 31 is when you've kind of learned everything you can, and it's off to go. You know, you enter manhood. <laughs> I love the fact that you, I, I guarantee you wouldn't have had an answer for that uh, two years ago, but since you moved away at 31, the answer is 31. Yeah, yeah, 31 <laughs> is when you really grow up. <laughs> That's perfect. <clears throat> um, how was last night, sir? Good. So good. Oh, man. So good. You're lying. I'm not lying. This was, a, I, I will say, I mean, the, the, the times I've headlined here in the past have been great and I've loved them. But this was the only time I got off stage and I wasn't like, oh, fuck, I should have done something different. I felt like I did it and it was good. <laughs> and that's not the best thing to say that I, I did the bare minimum successfully and I didn't feel bad about it. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, it was the best headline set I've had here. I, well, let, let, let's put it this way, uh, or I'll try to help you out with that statement here. I, I don't doubt that it was better than oh, you're you're so confused right now. No, I'm just the last time we in. did the podcast. I mean, I know you've been here since uh, then, but that was two years ago. I'm just doing it uh, to when we were here. Uh-huh. Uh, it was 2020, and it was like a little break in the COVID BS. Yes, yes. Where there was still six feet and blah blah blah. Yes, I listened back to it, I and I remember those. You were not doing comedy really at the time, so Oof, yeah. So things had to be better now. Absolutely. I yes. mean, there were eight people at Friday shows then. There was eight, like eight people. Yeah, yeah, right. So there was, I think, 70 yesterday on a Wednesday. Come on. Oh, so great. Yeah, those laughs sound a little different. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, honestly, part of me loves the seven people because, you know, you just, this is, you, you secretly, a lot of people are like, this is what I deserve, 70 or seven. So that like I, I don't know I've had this long-standing thing where it's like secretly this the worst environment is where I do belong, <laughs> um, but it was awesome it was so great and then. Do you uh are you do you avoid going back to places where things haven't gone well or is that not even a thing? No no not a thing not a thing not a thing no good there's certain circumstances you know I had a buddy ask if I could do his speed dating event on like on tuesday because I, I was flying in and i'm like uh i might i'm busy you know it's just stuff like that you're just like i don't want to when you're obtuse and you don't belong there yes i don't go back to that 
that environment. When we, someone's describing it, they're like, and you're, yeah, the afterthought. Like, it's speed dating when there was a guy telling jokes on the side. Yeah, when there's such like, a, when it's such a weird environment as it is, and then you're doing comedy there and you have to pretend it's normal, it's not fun. The only good set you can kind of do there is if you deconstruct the entire thing, anyone with a, you know, with a, brain would want to like what are you doing here right. what is why, why are we here and uh, then you're like oh i'll do 10 minutes it's no so i'll do I, i'll skip some of that stuff but i was actually busy if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't attend uh, we're gonna need receipts to prove you were somewhere um yes i was somewhere was by definition not there <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair fair enough Fair enough. Have you ever done an event like a speed dating? Yes, of course. Yes, I've done that, so I don't want to do it again. Yikes. If I didn't do it, I might give it a shot, you know, but I know what it's like, and, you know, you have to learn all that, and then when you get to be 31, you've figured it out, and uh, you know what to do. Love it. <laughs> Love it. How are things in New York for you? Ah, uh, good, good. I've uh, gotten through the hump of hating it and wishing I was somewhere with trees and space, and now I'm fully locked in. Yeah. And this mm -hmm. is your second, third kind of go around out there? Second one out second there. Second one? Yep. First okay. time. No bueno. Nice, good thing to do. Yeah. Uh, got uh, got the restlessness out of me because I was living in Minnesota and I felt like I had to leave because I was fading away. It was a very weird feeling, but I felt like I was just disappearing or something. It's a, a strange thing. So I spent four months out there just wandering around trying to make something out of nothing and came home to do the gig in Duluth and was just so grateful to be back that I uh, stayed. And it was, oh, that's but, how it happened. Okay. But it got the, the, the restless, like I didn't have that anymore after I came back. I okay. didn't have this, oh, I got to move. I got to get out of here. I'm, you know, so it was, it was vital and necessary. And uh, now that I'm back i've gotten over that and i like it there and it feels it doesn't feel as much like home anymore here where it's you know i'm just used to the stimulus of seeing a new person every four seconds and just all, everything hitting you that it just it, there is a vacuum here now and yeah. i don't think that'll be that way forever but for now it's you know I, i'm two feet in new york city sure and i also i try to leave at every chance i get but only for comedy you know <laughs> i don't try to just drive aimlessly do you have a car out there? Yes. In New York, you do? Yes, I do. I brought my car out. It's oh, got wow. Minnesota plates because there's no way I'm changing it to New York. You have to get inspections. and What's this? Yeah, they have to check if your car is functional. What is this backward-ass shit? I drove it here. What more do you need? <laughs> yeah, right. right? So the, They're yeah. not checking for like uh, if you're polluting the environment anymore or something, I hope. Oh, I'm sure they do if you get a hole in your catalytic converter. Or you even don't have one anymore because it got stolen by yes, somebody. Yes, right, right. Uh, uh, New York is like the uh, sent the number one location for what smog probably dirt filth no no smog plenty of plenty of dirt a lot of infrastructure that's tacked together that's like a quilt you know it's just it's not sidewalks like, different color yeah it's it's kind of it's a bit run ragged for sure you're driving through Manhattan there's not a bunch of trees clearing cleaning out that area Manhattan's nice yeah. Manhattan is nice yeah, it so is. it's well put together um, other places are you know it's, they make it work they're flat surfaces for you to walk on but <laughs> some of them are this way and that way so it is yeah it's not a I mean Minneapolis is a clean city that's you know everything's level and looks fair enough right, right. angles but it's not that way out there but for some reason it you, you, you just stop criticizing it sure 
So the last time that we did this, uh, well, between then and now, there's some been major developments for you besides moving to New York. Okay. Getting passed at the cellar. Yes, yes, I, yes. I know yes. we haven't we haven't talked about this. Uh, no, you're on right. This podcast. You're right. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I yeah. mean, that, uh, I, I was just listening to the podcast. They might be drunk on the drive over here. Mm-hmm. And those and uh, Sam Morrill, Mark Norman, and Phil Hanley were on that episode. Uh-huh, yeah. Phil was the guest, and uh, they were all talking about how the comedy cellar. This is sacrilegious to say this in this building, and these aren't my words. I'm just quoting them. They're saying it's the best comedy club in the country. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't have to say that because we're sitting at Acme here. But how yeah. great was it to get past at such a oh, legendary so place? cool, so cool. There's a few epochs I look at that are like. Uh, big milestones and one was getting in as an MC here at Acme for sure um one of them I think was making one of the the first construction video I made because that was like my first project I did on my own so good and uh still so good <laughs> yeah it's cool that it adds it's almost had a million views it's I can't wait I mean, that'll be another uh that'll be so cool to see if it does it's like at 950,000 but Amazing. And then the third was, yeah, passing the audition, you know, there's just, and there's a lot of ton of great things in between there, but those three things were like the big moments where, you, you know, there was a, there was a, a bar and I hopped over it. So it was super cool. Super great. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Can you describe the pro- that process a little more like getting passed? I mean, that's not something that actually like Acme has a different system, right? Yeah, I mean, it's in not like you come way, in here and perform in for Lewis, and then he's like, "You're right, you're right, yeah, you're right." You, you, you get back. to you show faith, you get to the mics, and you you know they get to know you, and they give you more and more time, and then you eventually audition or whatever. Uh, but there, I you need a recommendation. Um, so I w- I went out to film a small small scene in Louis C.K.'s movie, and when I was there, we're sitting on lunch and. It's me, him, and Joe List, and you know I think Louis asked me, "Are you got oh you got any spots lined up in the city?" And um, you know I showed up with nothing on a, like a two day notice. I don't know. He's like, "Oh, no. I'm like, oh, get off street. I should get you something." And he, he, he I don't know. He messaged. He got me. A, he got me an audition at the Comedy Cellar, and I just sat there quietly, just kind of like, "Oh, okay, sounds good." And uh, um, yeah, I think a month later, I I emailed. Um, I emailed the the booker of the comedy cellar for an audition and flew out and did it and passed. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you knew it was gonna it was probably gonna be happening for about a month. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. I w- she informed me that you know give me a two week notice because I was only there for a couple weird odd days. Sure. And, uh, okay. Two week notice and then we'll uh, we'll set you up so I can give you an audition and I I did that and I was in my hotel room just practicing which was you know you do that when you start you practice word by word yeah yeah uh and I did that same thing for the first time in forever because you know you get used to doing longer 30 minute sets it's a five minute audition okay yep um and I practiced in my hotel for five minutes and I just did it over and over again and then I show up to the comedy cellar, sit down at like 8 p.m. and I get called over to a table with uh, the booker, ST, and then two yeah. comics. And I don't know these people. I'm not from New York, so I'm sitting there just real quiet, like. And she says, "Oh, we'll go over the, to this place. And they have four venues there. We'll go over here in a half hour." And it must have been just too awkward for her or something because she's like, "All right, we'll go downstairs." Because <laughs> there's just like no, I don't know these people. I don't know anyone. So we go downstairs to the original room, and I. Uh, 
Yeah, I follow uh, Gary Goleman, and I do five minutes, and I, yeah, I do. It goes great. It goes great, and then she. So, I, do they just announce you? It's just part of a regular show for that night that people have come to. Yes, yes, yes. So they just, yeah. The, the I mean, the hosts there. And you're going just, up after, you know, somebody who's been at it for a long time. Yeah, totally, really well known, totally. Gary Goleman. Yep. He's maybe practicing, or may, you know, probably. Yeah, right, okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Then, did he? He does five minutes or ten before you. How long does, does he? Uh, he he was probably doing about fifteen. 15. I don't think he, you know. Nobody knows. You know, they a lot of the comics there. They go from place to place, so it all gets lost. Nobody. Not the, the moments aren't that significant. Uh, and the, but the hosts are just great, and they you know just introduce me. He does a little bit of time, introduces me. I do five. They get the light, and I get off, and I'm walking upstairs, and she says, uh, "It was kind of weird, though." She said. Uh, well, we'll give it a shot, but it looks good. So email, you know, so, I, you know, I was like, I think something might have happened. So I emailed, I started messaging people who I know who work there and they said it was good. Right. It's the first passed. thing I thought. Yeah. Is you needed somebody to translate what this means. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So that was how that went. Wow. Mm -hmm. So now how do you, when you, I mean, how do you, what's the work like there now? I mean, do you. How does it get scheduled? How how often? Uh, you, well, you you just submit your availabilities, and they give you what they give you, and um, and then you show up on those times. It's very streamlined. You know, they do they do so many shows. They do like twelve shows, fifteen shows a night. A some, night, some nights. What's yeah. the latest you've been up on a stage there? Uh, I feel like two, two in two the morning. AM, yeah, I think it doesn't get much later than that. But yeah, I've done that. Like on a in the middle of the week, how many, right? No, the they do. They, those shows are on the weekends. Yep. Are they? St is the room still full at two a.m.? I'd say sixty, seventy percent. You know, of like ninety people room or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's people. just you compare that to you know Acme, and it's just on like everyone's home sleeping by that time. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but yeah, but this, I mean, this room's amazing. You know, seventy people on a Wednesday. It's like crazy. It's oh great. hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, this place is the best. Yeah. yeah Let's not forget so our uh, focus. Yeah, here. this so place great. is the best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no doubt. No doubt. Um, congrats on your role in that movie. Who cares how small it was? Who's Fucking said? awesome. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I was in the credits. I know. Yeah. I know. Jeff yeah. Stoppelganger. Jeff Doppelganger. That yeah. That's me. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. When did you, know, <laughs> did, did you know that was how you were going to be listed in the credits? No, I didn't know if I'd be there at all, but... Uh, what, what were you listed at on the... Uh, script or jeff doppelganger oh it was, <laughs> it was the same one the yeah same. okay <laughs> i had a t i think there was a name on a dressing room that said that ah! jeff doppelganger and if you ever work on a film set because I've, I've done some side work in new york as just like a film set roadie type person they do treat you pretty good you know even if you're jeff doppelganger <laughs> they'll be like all right jeff and it's, there's just a frantic energy because everyone there is like busting their ass and paying their dues They're like jeff doppelganger's here you know and you just your name carries weight even though you're <laughs> <laughs> well i've seen the movie i got this shirt this shirt's from Dude, that movie that's yeah. the shirt i mean no but it's one of the shirts wait I was, a minute an extra like shirt on the rack on the set yeah mm, okay, okay yeah you can believe that or you can choose not to but <laughs> <laughs> i'll believe it i'll believe it um yeah so i've seen the movie i didn't make it to a theater i tried so hard to make it to a theater to go out and see it but yeah uh, yeah it just wasn't very convenient like there's one showing on a tuesday and then another one on the following yeah, tuesday yeah, it wasn't right, easy but right. i did buy it online and i've mm -hmm. watched it and you're right spoiler alert you don't have to watch a lot of the movie to see Mike early. In oh, the yeah, time. right at the beginning. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Did you try to get some uh, dialogue? I didn't fight for anything, no. Come I, on. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't even know what it was about until I got there. They just <laughs> said, you look a lot like Joe, so you're going to be part of this movie. 
And uh, it's, uh, you know the way they they treat movies when you're filming them, it's like top secret. So I didn't even want to. I just felt like oh, I'll just show up and try to do what I, you know, the, whatever I got, I'll try to do. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then you got paid for like five million dollars. I heard that's that's the report online. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, my net worth, those <laughs> fake scores. <laughs> you probably. I don't think I have enough internet cloud to even have a net worth but i think they automatically generate those names there are a lot yes there are quite a few people that are listed uh, between one and two million that, right right that don't yeah. have anywhere close to that. no money yeah that's very true uh what tell me what have you done on like uh what have you helped on sets in new york like what type of stuff i was working at a cooking shop i got there and uh, an old friend from when the first time i lived there it was like hey do you uh i know you're looking for extra work on the side they, i'm going to give your name to this truck driving like pa truck driver so you just like you pick up the gear and i didn't i didn't talk to anyone i just texted a person twice pretended i knew what they were talking about because my friend's more of a liar than i am so he was like he told him i had all sorts of experience driving this stuff and uh mm-hmm. I, I wasn't gonna lie to him but I, I at least i understood what they thought i was so uh but i didn't even i didn't call anyone on the phone i didn't see anyone's face and like a day later i'm driving a box truck to upstate new york to pick up a old school table and then from there you know it was a while before i actually saw anyone's face but yeah i started doing this random set work you know it's like ebay commercials and a music video and a cooking show and i'm done with it i'm so sick of it yeah yeah that was okay. So, are you getting by without doing any part-time jobs or anything these days? No, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right now, I am, but yeah. it's all—it's so cyclical. You make you make some money here, and then you just there'll be a drought. So, sure, it's going. Yeah, I know. You and I have talked about you know doing the construction. You've had the construction jobs in the past. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I miss I miss those a little bit. But when's I, the last time you got your hands dirty doing a construction uh, job? July. July. This summer. Yeah, yeah, and I built up these calluses, and then for a month I just watched my skin fall off my hands, and now I have like fresh hands now. And I'm a little proud of it, even though you know it's not what you're. Most people are like, "Oh, you got pussy hands, pussy ass <laughs> hands," but I know I do, and I love it. I love not having done that for a while. Mm. Like I told you before we started, not only do I have calluses, but I still have paint on my hands from a job I was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, well-earned. Well-earned. Underpaid and well-earned. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other night, I want to ask you, I want to ask if you've done this recently. I made plans and hung out with somebody that doesn't have a cell phone. Oh, no, I know never. Right? I have friends in recovery who are in and out of it, so occasionally I'll get a call from a new number, and then a week later the number doesn't work. So, <laughs> but that's as close as I've gotten. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know um, my friend's reason why he doesn't have a phone. It didn't come up when you met up with him. It, I've known that he hasn't had a cell phone for years. So okay, this, this was nothing new. Like when I I, I had I bought two t- tickets to go see Mark Norman. Oh great! And I yeah. knew that my friend that I work with was a fan, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like, I'm gonna ask him. Oh, you got a hold of him? Yeah. Oh, well, we have a, we I we work together over at the. Oh, okay. Yeah. The XL. I see. Vet, vending yeah. buddy of mine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I was like, Hey, I bought an extra ticket. You want to come with? But then, like, to make those plans, it's like he was like, Well, I could email you. I'm like, That's not convenient. Email isn't convenient for you. Well, what if I have to reply? And he doesn't have, like, sure it is, I can see it right away, but then if I have some pertinent information to give to him, he oh. may not see it for two days. Yeah. He has to get in front of a computer. 
Think I, about logistically, it's a, a mess. I, I kept thinking, if I, what if I get a flat tire in the way? What if I, uh, I got three kids? What if there's some emergency? I can't get a hold of yeah, this guy to sound, tell him I can't. Yeah, I don't know. It. You're sounding like a T-Mobile commercial from 2005 right now. You know, you're really stumping for the one eight hundred C A L L. What will I do without a cell phone? I mean, he could never see me again. <laughs> However, uh, you just said 2002. 2005. 2005, okay. When phones were pro- proliferating, people were like, phone in your pocket, what is that? You know, they would <laughs> think it's weird when cell phones are weird. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, every time I saw somebody, I'm like, whatever, you rich prick. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what Maybe do you do? not that What do you do that about now? Huh? What do you do that about now? Teslas or uh, vapes? Oh, that's a good question. I want to answer that Jewel seriously. Pods? What's that? Jewel pods. Jewel pods. Yeah. Are they expensive? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I have no idea. Uh, that's a good question. No, but on a sort of related thing, my my wife picked my daughter up from uh, high school yesterday and texted me, "Why do so many of these little pricks have nicer cars than we do?" Yeah, yeah. What did you say? I said they're not old. They uh, haven't lived long enough to make as many bad decisions as we have. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. They'll ruin this soon enough. They'll absolutely ruin this. Well, you don't. But that—that's not normal. You don't start out with a good car. You start out with a shit box, and then eventually, as your body deteriorates, your car gets nicer. That's normally how it is. Yeah. The the real boring answer that because I, I mentioned this to somebody else, he said, "Well, remember when they did that cash for clunkers thing a few years ago? All the used cars are gone, so there's no more used cars for kids to buy. So they're all buying." You new told cars. her that, huh? You said that to her? Uh, uh, no, a, a buddy of mine. Oh, okay. I mentioned okay. this too. That was his reason. So I. Yeah. I I, I don't know if that's true or not. It, it I think it was true good. back in when that was true, but now we're, we're past that. I, I gotta imagine we are. Yeah. I kind of think so too. I kind of think so too. Um, so I learned something from your set last night that I. Were you here? No, but I oh. uh, somebody got me some audio of it, oh. so I was able to listen to it. Yeah. I was not able to make it. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah no. But way. I did hear it, mm-hmm. and I learned something. And I feel I maybe naive. Maybe it's showing my age. I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe it's showing my relationship status for the last ten years. Yeah. I've never heard a no nut November. Oh, you haven't heard of that? No. No. Brandon. Yeah, it's uh, it's a trend. It's a trend. trend. Since so what p- people like to talk about it, I don't know if a lot of people do it. I, I, I don't know. So I want to I want to talk about that for a second. But but bef- but it's still October, and people also do that uh, sober October. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, as someone who's been, I you said on stage last night. I know you talk about fifteen years. Yeah, coming up sobriety. Fifteen. Congratulations November. on that. Thanks. Thanks. So when you hear people going, "Well, I'm giving up pot for a month." What do you think about that? I let's, I'm gonna say good for you. Good That's for you. Good. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a hardliner for other people, but yeah, I think it's good. I think I don't know about pot, but oh, I've just seen anything. people quit alcohol for sure. a month, and they just look like different people. It's so hard on your skin, and you know, I just and they still smoke cigarettes and probably smoke pot, but it just it does change your physicality. It's really it seems like a really healthy thing. Yeah, the amount of trips to the bathroom is why I take nights off from drinking. Oh really? <laughs> what? If I drink, I'm up three times in oh, the night. You know, if yeah, I have some beers bet, before bed, bet, yeah. then I'm up, you know, three times through the night. Okay. No beer, sleep through the night like a baby, wake oh, up refreshed. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh huh. Good. Anyways, that's my pitch for sobriety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds inconvenient. So, uh, so there's sober October. I'm not doing that whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. Drunk and high right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. 
but uh and i'm not gonna do no not november either um but i looked some stuff up about that i want let me see i gotta find it in my notes here um how did wh- what do you remember hearing about that and do you have anybody do you have a friend or anybody's ever actually tried to do that yeah i've had friends attempt it um i've never wanted to go on the trends you know i think it's kind of I don't know. I don't like the trends of doing it. So, I'll, but like, yeah, you draw a line in the sand and then you try to march forward as best you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's an internet challenge revolving around abstinence, in which participants abstain from masturbation, sex, and ejaculation for or colloquy to nut during the month of November. In any case, but then do you also know? So then I also, you know, from Wikipedia learned that what's December. I don't know. I don't know. Destroy Dick December. Destroy Dick. <laughs> Destroy Dick December is related to the internet challenge following No Not November, which serves as a counterpoint, encouraging participants to take part in sexual activities such as intercourse and masturbation after abstaining from them during the previous month. Each Ready for this? Each day, participants in the challenge ejaculate a number of times equal to the day's place in the month. Starting with one oh. on the first and ending with 31 on the final day. That's silly. That's too much. It's not true. No one's ever done that. That's horrible. That's horrible. You don't want to do that. Because it's like, oh, 31. Uh, yeah. But then the, the day before you did 30 times, it's not going to happen. Then <laughs> 20. Oh, boy. <laughs> However, I wonder what after that, are you like ready to end like cold turkey again? Oh, <laughs> or I can't like, even imagine. Now I'm addicted. <laughs> yeah, that would show up on your presence when you show up <laughs> to places. People would know. What's wrong? <laughs> and you're like, oh, you heard a dead nut. nut you know, <laughs> so trying to explain what you're doing, how disgusting it is. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Um, I saw from a post on, um, Facebook, I think it was from your father promoting your shows this week and he mentioned some, uh, you going out on tour. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, yeah, he, he did that. Will your, will your dad re- accept a friend request that I sent him? Probably. Yeah. I um, didn't really. But. Well, you probably would, but yeah, he, uh, he posted something. He was very nice. It, um, so you're going to tour. Yeah, I'm going to Australia, Australia, New Zealand, and Hawaii with Louis, with Louis C.K. Yes, awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. So say, tell, say where again you're going? Australia, New Zealand, and Hawaii. Wow. Mm-hmm. Have you been to any of those places? No, no, I haven't. Haven't been in, been there. When is this? Um, November seventh, I believe, is when I leave. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, it's Holy a couple weeks away. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. how do you prepare for going to Australia? Well, you that? just find the stuff. I mean, you find the stuff, I suppose, that doesn't have a lot of contextual things to it. And you you do that. And then when you get, you know, you have enough of that. And then when you get there, you see what's going on. And maybe you come up with something. Well, it's kind of a fun challenge, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Hey, when we, uh, so it was a couple weeks ago, uh, Acme hosted, you know, Tim Slagle's Crash and Burn. Mm-hmm. You've never. No, I haven't. I don't think I've you've never ever done, done that. Yeah, okay. What is, uh, what is your, how do you normally write? On stage? Are you to sit with a, with a No, notebook? I don't. I mean, I'll occasionally do that. I'll occasionally do stuff on stage. But yeah, I'll sit and write. That, uh, that works most of the time. 
um and then yeah if you go on stage with an idea it's fun to fun to work it out definitely don't write on podcasts or anything <laughs> like that you know it's it's very very direct conversation sure. yeah, you know yeah, but, for sure uh yeah yeah you just I, that's what i do sometimes you have a supposition like lingering in your brain it's usually that the quieter thoughts that tend to be the most interesting you know because you're like no oh, it doesn't seem relatable but and then you say it on stage and then it just brings some life to it so it's, it's kind of a it's a very subtle thing to find a good comedy idea that's very interesting were you apprehensive to try new stuff in New York, like just trying to make a good impression? Or is yes, that yes, right. yes. I still am. Still really? Am. Yes. It's yes. It's uh, you just want to do the best you can. So, I mean, at this comedy cellar, definitely. But other places, yeah, I'll try some stuff out. But still, you know, yeah, you're making an impression. You're investing time in that way because if you wanted to just perform, I could have. You could stay here and get up quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good. Did you ever think about uh, going someplace else besides New York? No, I, I mean, I hardly thought about going to New York. It just happened to, I just happened to have an opportunity That's out true. there. Yes. Yeah, it just kind of so, No, I didn't. I didn't think about moving to California or, no. Have you ever spent a time out there? Performing? No, just a couple, couple days, a couple of layover once. That's it? Yeah, I was going trying to go to Shanghai because I had an airline voucher that was expiring and I wanted to go somewhere new, so I booked a trip to China with no information. And then when I showed up to L.A. to take the flight... They're like, all right, where's your visa? And I was like, here's my passport. And they're like, your visa. And I didn't know what that was. So you need a Chinese visa to get into China. Mm. So I had to spend a couple of days in Shanghai to, or in Los Angeles to get a Chinese visa. Did you make it there? Yeah, yeah. They, she was very nice. She, she felt bad for me. So she rescheduled my flight and she didn't charge me anything. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um. We're, we're about that time. Is there anything else we should be mentioning? Are you going to go? It's a $700 million Powerball, Mike Early. Do you oh, buy lottery oh, tickets? I've never. No, no, no. Or, I, I mean, you know, yeah, Powerball. Do no. you? I will not. No? I will not. As I've said before, I don't think I've said it to you, uh, I used to claim that I would never want to win that much money because it would ruin my life and my marriage. I said that during my first marriage. Really? And then I got divorced and it had nothing to do with having too much money. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I But gotcha. I honestly used to fear that. Like, you used oh, to no, fear if I have that, yeah. $500 million, it would ruin your life. it's going to ruin yeah, our lives, yeah, actually. No, yeah. uh, no, and it turns out I did it. I no, it didn't ruin your, yeah, you ruined your own life. And now 16-year-olds <laughs> have better cars than you. Exactly. Kind of, Kind of all ties together, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you should have just bought, you should have gambled when you were younger, man. <laughs> it would have all been different. I think you're right. Uh, no, $700 million, that's a lot of money. So, yeah, if you're listening in, you better get a scratch off or what. No, that's not what they are. If there's a scratch off that pays $700 million, I, I might invest in one of those. I got one more thing I want to ask you about. So you, last night, one of my favorite jokes of many that you did, you, you did something about... Uh, Pitbull owners. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of uh, derogatory towards them. Yeah, yeah. A bit of home, homoerotic pet is a pit bull, you know? I, think. <laughs> Do you? I don't know how long you've been doing that joke, but have you had anybody come up and say anything to you? Like they were offended or yeah, something? Yeah, like, fuck you, dude. No, no, no. Bull, I think it's just too absurd. People don't, they don't make the connection. So when they're hearing it, they don't, they don't know how to make it. They can't get offended because they don't know where to place it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's the. I mean, we've got a, the joke is that I think if you own a pit bull, you're probably gay because it's uh, it's like getting a tiny muscular man to sit in your lap for 15 years. 
<laughs> so funny. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Thanks. Um, finally, I got one more thing. Finally, actually, I want to, and this is the same thing. I think I uh, accidentally did this last time we were here. Um, I'm going to read back a couple of favorite tweets of yours because you are. Oh, cool! Really, yeah, you do yeah. not get enough attention on Twitter. No, nobody follows me, but I still. I like, mean, I love it. Kinda, yeah. I don't know. I go. I'm. I like it. I hate it. I, I don't know. It's uh-huh. different all the time. But you are one of my favorites. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, I thanks, love people. Thanks. I should just redo my thing and just only follow people that do jokes then i think i would really like it yeah well you gotta take it with twitter you gotta take it all in yeah anyway black adam sounds like a suburban nickname not a bad movie Uh (laughs) hilarious (laughs) hilarious hilarious uh uh guy in the train turned down the music coming from the lcd monitor sewn into his hoodie out of respect for his fellow passengers yeah i watched this guy he walked on with a just this you know reggae techno plane and then at first I was like, oh, he's going to do it the whole time. But then he like, looked around and turned it down. And occasionally he would turn it back up and then be like, oh, no, no, it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not often that polite. Not with the music. Right. And it's, it's, I don't Public think music, it's a yeah. rude thing, but they're just inconsiderate. It's some, one of the most annoying things, I think, is that you have to listen to someone's music. Um, occasionally it's a decent song, but rarely is it. Right. Yeah. Along those lines, when you were on job sites doing construction, mm-hmm. what did you do for with earbuds? Radio, whatever was playing on the radio. Radio. Were you yeah. in charge of that? No, but nobody is. You're just listening to the radio. It's. it's oh, s- I disagree. Oh, we get we get into hot. I did for a little bit. I would play stuff on my phone, but I would be so sensitive to like, is anyone liking this? Is this weird music? <laughs> so, but you eventually just choose like what it, what's playing on ninety three X. You play under the bridge, and you're like, yeah, everyone will like this. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just, you just become the radio. We stations. all like Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? Mm-hmm. Finally, saw uh, Papa John's box on the side of the road last night, and was super glad it wasn't me who ate it. Yeah, oh, you like that. I do, because I hate Papa John's. Oh, I love Papa John's. It's the best pizza chain. Um, But, you know, you you, you eat it, and you just, like, afterwards, you just, yeah, you feel awful. Yeah, no, I I used, that was my favorite for years, and then I realized that this is, these aren't, this is poor quality. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't be eating this. It's very poor quality. Well, they they have the pepperoncini. They do. But you know what? You can buy them by the jar and just have them at home. Uh-huh. That's what I do now. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. What do, you, do? <laughs> you eat them. I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy I my own you. pepperoncini. I got you. I, got <laughs> I didn't know you could buy them by the jar. Hell yeah. Whenever I've needed a lot of them, I've just ordered a bunch of Papa John's pizza. And Stop. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? This reminds me of last time you were here and you were saying uh, that you had bought truffles in bulk and were trying to keep them cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did. I bought bought so many truffles and I ate them all. (laughs) And I didn't didn't keep them cold. I just let them sit there. That's it. Let's end there. All right. We'll go get some truffles. Sounds good. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, man. Thank you.